We welcome you to another live edition of the Sports Box, brought to you by our sponsor, Showcase Sports in Hamilton. Showcase Sports for the elite athlete. And by our friends over at CrowdPlay. Download the free CrowdPlay app today and check them out at www.crowdplayapp.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Hey everybody, welcome to Cage My IQ. I'm your host, D-Bake. Joining with me today is a current UFC featherweight, Hoyo Arce. How's it going, Hoyo? You're on mute. Can't hear you. I can't hear you. I see you, but I can't hear you. There we go. Uh, You can hear me? Clear? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, we're good to go. We're good. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. I can I can edit this uh, this uh, two minutes out, so no worries with that. Go. But uh. How's how's it going, uh, Horio? Just training, trying to get a fire right now. That's it. You know, it's been a little a little hectic, but uh, we're we're in fight mode right now. Hope hopefully hearing hearing something soon. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask uh, uh, when you were looking to get a fight because uh, the last time uh, you fought was in uh, 2019. Yeah, man. You know, with the with the whole COVID nonsense happening, and it's like it put a it put a put a wrench tricks, and I had to get also double elbows free, and then you know, like it, it kind of it, it helped me back a little bit. But now we're back, I'm trying to get on the May eighth or uh, anything in May, like a card, anything that happens in May, hopefully soon. Now you you just mentioned that you had uh, did you say double elbow surgery was it? Uh, how how you feel now? I feel great. Surgery went great. Uh, healed up and been training. So just waiting for the wait for the call. I'd be like, all right, we got somebody for you. 
Now I wanted to get started with the with the the first question. Where did you grow up, and how how was your childhood? Um, I grew up in in in, in New York City, pretty much. Um, when I was uh, I was in Miami, went to live in Columbus for a bit, then uh, came to New York, and been living here ever ever since. It's uh, I had a pretty a pretty pretty good childhood. So my parents all worked hard in the in they left a great example of uh, just put in work to get to where you want to be. And, you know, then I've been doing that ever since, just working hard and getting to this type of level. Now, now I read that uh, when, when you're uh, 14 that you, uh, you, you're you overweight and then you because of that you decided to start training uh, MMA. Do you see that as a blessing now because that's what you do now? Yeah, it's. And March has done majors for me, and I think it's besides you know like losing weight gave me so much confidence in myself. But I was the kind of kid that would go to like if, if I'd rather go and put my shirt on than take off my shirt because I just didn't like the way I felt and the way I looked. So I did something about it. The sister Kathy brought me uh, to Tiger Shulman's and. And the rest is history. Just trained every single day. Never, just like never missed. Just showed up nonstop and just consistency. And now we're here. How, how was training like when you first started? And at what point did you think this is what you want to do uh, for a living? Um, I think just the fact of like what what I got from it like i mean how i benefit from it it was uh you know amazing results you know i got in great shape um and at the same time you know like what it did me i want to be able to tell you know my students the same thing like you know what it benefits it just it's more than just punching and kicking so and and that's what i want to explain you know like to get across it's being able to overcome adversity being able to deal with any situation in a certain way and and you know it just just done so much for me it's like i can go on and on about it how does it feel to be an instructor now not just training but to train others it's great i i i I do what I love for a living. I train, I fight, I teach. And so, you know, I, to be honest, I don't work a day in my life. I just, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And it's great because you get to see, you get to see like all the knowledge you kind of see, you know, and them absorbing it. Now, like when they start to apply, like kind of grow through the martial arts and you see them become these little monsters in a good way. You know, it's, it, proud what's one of your favorite moments so far in your career in amateur or pro uh, one of my favorite moments was actually doing the two golden gloves it was a tournament that I didn't want to take part in and then my coach was like no you're going to do it if you want to go pro you have to be comfortable all around and it was actually one of the greatest experiences of my life because I, I fought every week 
and next thing you know, like I was in the final, I was in the semifinals, and next thing you know, I was in the finals, and then we were in the finals. You know, it's moment right there, and you know, I got the fight. It was my first fight at uh, Madison Square Garden, and you know, in boxing, so it's it was an amazing experience. Oh yeah, and, and of course, I, I bet it was the UFC later on. How does wow. it feel that yet? Unbelievable. Yeah, how does it feel to see uh, Dan Ige have success right now, knowing that that you were able to beat him? Does that motivate you at all? It's great. Hell yeah! It makes me look even better because I was the one beside me and Calvin, the only ones that gave him his losses, and he's been on a tear ever since. So, you know, good for him, and you know, it's. Like, I feel it puts me in a great place. Now, uh, what, what do you usually do? Uh, I know you have a couple of losses in the UFC. What do you do to try and uh, adjust uh, your your game plans for fights? Uh, do, you, do you just go with the same game plan and then try and execute it better? Or do you add anything or take anything away to try and improve your yourself? I think I just got to add stuff and uh, look to improve now even more than ever. Also dropping a weight class. I'm going back to 105 because, you know, these 45ers are freaking huge. I'm a clear 35er, so now it's about, you know, making the return to 35. Uh, do you see that as a, a good way uh, to get a, a little bit of power or to get a to improve your cardio? Because usually that's what uh, uh I, I find that usually that's what I find uh, fighters do. They drop weight class if they're having trouble. They gain either the power or the cardio. You know, I was originally a 35er, then moved up to 45, and then was doing my fights at 45 ever since. And and when I went to the you know into the UFC, I was fighting at 45. And you know, look, I I own him there. But these guys are these guys are you you can see the clear difference between me and them size wise. So I feel like thirty five is where I have to be, and you know, uh, not even a power speed thing. I think it's just the division I belong in. Uh, what makes Team uh, Tiger Sherman the best gym around in your eyes? The fact that you know we we were all brought from. From nothing into the to the level, and it w it was a journey because we were just you know you know look you look at you know kids lately see martial arts and it's it so much we were just learning self defense how to you know how to protect ourselves in every aspect whether it's you know standing on the ground and then you know we're doing tournaments and it's me and my teammates. Like all my teammates, we started off at just like kind of like average shows in a way, and you know they brought us up to this level. It was a journey, it was a crazy journey, but brought my way. We did every jiu-jitsu tournaments, to boxing, to kickboxing, to amateur MMA, to make sure that when we went pro, we were comfortable. All and just look, I mean, we have five of our five of my teammates. You know, well, two of us, five of us are in the UFC, and everyone's tearing it up. I mean, they made it to that high level. 
do you guys hang out outside of the gym or is it just you guys just train together in the gym? Because I've noticed that a lot of guys who are trained together wind up hanging out outside of a training. Yeah, you know, like sometimes it's like we're all we're all kind of in different locations. We got some people in Staten Island, we got people in, in New Jersey. So we all get a chance, but we all kind of do get together and, you know, we hang out. But everyone's kind of like, you know, they got their lives like it's so far away and we got like our own schools to run. So it's like, but when we all like plan something out, then we make time and we all hang out when we can. None that we, when we see each other in training, it's kind of when we, you know, What's your training schedule like, and then what's your instructing schedule like as well? I know because they're separate. Uh, how how are they? So, for me, my training is every every day. Well, Monday through Saturday, Monday through Friday, from ten a.m. until one o'clock, and then um, on Sunday, I usually do some like light training. Excuse me. From um, 11:30 until like two o'clock, and uh, you know, so I train in the mornings, teach night. I teach from uh, from four o'clock. I mean, yeah, four o'clock till ten o'clock at night, and the day just moves quick, goes nice and smooth. Now, now you said you said earlier that you were trying to to get a fight booked. Uh, do you have any names in, in your mind that you would like to fight, or is it really just anybody at this point just to just to get a fight booked? Uh, at this point, is anybody? Uh, just look, I'm not like I'm not a high rank guy, but anybody who just wants to fight, they just. Come yeah. on down. Uh, yeah. Now, say that you got a fight booked and then it went very well. Are you the kind of guy that would want to try and get another one booked right afterwards, no matter what, just to get the keep it rolling? Or do you do you enjoy yeah. the the full fight camps? Um, no, I want to be able to like this year. I want to be able to fight at least three or four times. I think uh, since I was you know, out of commission for a little bit, and you know, it's like time goes by and the window's small, but I want to be able to get at least three three fights in this year. Fights in. So if I do get a fight now and then be able to book one, uh, you know, like, like pretty much right after, just to keep things going. Now, what are some of your hobbies outside of uh, fighting? Stuff that you do just to, so you don't have your your mind just solely on uh, training. Um, for me, like, I just like to, I, I like to just relax, uh, spend time with family, spend time with my friends. Uh, I love going out to eat to places to eat. You know, big foodie, so. Anytime I get a chance to go have, you know, some good food, always down to just chill. I'll do pretty much anything. I like, you know, like exploring. I like being adventurous. But, yeah, pretty much just hanging out, having a good time. What kind of food do you like? Everything. Everything. Good Spanish food, good sushi place. Man, any place is good. 
And I feel like you're in the perfect place to do that, being uh, being in New York. So you got a lot of uh, everything there uh, from the Japanese to Spanish to Italian. You, the, yeah. you can pick and choose whatever you want. What you yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, how how long do you feel like you could uh, be in the fight fighting game for? Could you see yourself doing this for like the next twenty years, or uh, do you feel like just like five ten years, and then have do you have anything else that, that you want to do other than that? Um, you know what though, I, I, I'm I think I you know I'll, everyone eventually gets to a point where they. They'll know. It's like they'll feel like if they feel like they're one, one for now, it's like that's a time to way. So for me, you know, look, I'm not gonna be fighting forever. Like I have my my school to fall back on, and I'm fighting, and I have you know just continue just great students. So and look, I think when that time comes, it's like you know I'll know for sure, and I'll know that uh, it would be time to jump out. As of now, like I'm actually just more start fighting again can you recall the moment when you uh got the call that you were fighting in the ufc um yeah i was actually i was teaching class and then i got a call from uh a friend of mine it's like um yeah you know i want to let you know that you uh i got a, a short notice fight a two-week notice fight to fight dan ige in the ufc uh, in uh, in Boston, I remember that it's when uh, Stipe and Engano for the first time. And, oh, nice! Like I was teaching, I was like, you know, I was trying to keep it together because I just, you know, like it was a, it was a huge moment because I was a, I was coming off of uh, the win and contender series and a glory fight, and I'm like, you know, I didn't I didn't know like when the opportunity was, was going to show up or not. Next thing you know, I get called, like, all right, you're, you're fighting in Boston. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be in tears because, like, we made it to this high level. We made it. And now we got to put in work in here. How do you feel you've changed as a fighter from the regional scene all the way up until now that you're in the UFC? Uh, I think it's just that you to really, like, kind of, focus on very important areas of your game, like even more, like you become more, more detailed with what you, um, more precise, like everything. It's like, you're just putting like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know what there's a word to this, but I say you're just very, you're very meticulous about everything that you're doing, you know, how you go about your camp, how you go about your training day, pretty, pretty much. Even, uh, when you're, when you're not in fight, and fight camp, it's like what you should be doing to make sure that you're still staying in shape, that you're not, you know, just eating anything you want and blowing yourself up, where now you have to cut a lot of weight. It's like you're doing everything right because, yeah, you make it to the UFC, now you have to keep your place in there, and you have to make sure you're, you know, you're fighting and you're putting on, putting on uh, good fights. What advice would you give uh, up and covers uh, that that want to uh, make it to the UFC? I think it's just it's like you got to be willing to put in the the work. You have to be willing to sacrifice time if you want to make it to the big league. Plain and simple. You're gonna be you're gonna for the ups and downs, and 
I mean, if you and if you can't handle that, then it's like, unfortunately, it's 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 not the place for place for you. But you have to be ready to really put in work, really sacrifice to get there. And this is one of the last questions I have. How do you balance time with uh, family and fighting? Um, you know, it's like uh, my family understands now what what I they have what to do. So, you know, when it's, you know, fight, you know, we hang out here, you know, here and there. But when it's fight time, it's like, you know, they, they know. They know that they know what I'm putting myself. They know what what, what it takes, you know, not really what it what to get there. But they know the amount of work that has to be put in to be able to, you know, to put myself through these fight camps and to, you know, the schedule becomes and they're they're fine with it. They understand it. Knowing that you've had this kind of long time off from since your last fight, have you put in a little bit more time into spending time with them? Knowing that, or did you spend a little bit more time training and then trying to get back since you had that uh, that injury that you got fixed? I I did I did I did I did it all you know look you know I was training keep myself in shape and then just spending time with my family here and there hanging out here and there um because kind of it was it was like a good time to kind of sit back and to just reassess everything and then now it's just going through like a like a process. Uh, the the last question I I have for you I, I don't want to take up too much of your time knowing you're busy but uh, uh could you see yourself ever uh, being a coach uh, for a fighter or, or has anybody in your camp ever asked you to uh, be in their corner for any of their fights? Yeah, you know, look, I'm pretty much uh, I, I I play both sides. And uh, when I'm when I'm teaching, I'm already coaching all all, all my students. Um, we're training. It's like we all give each. Other, we're all very open. We're all very open to any type of criticism that will help us improve. So, you know, and through when we train, um, you kind of you know, we have our coach, and we also kind of coach each other. We give each other tips to make each other better. So, you know, from the coaching aspect, I feel like taking a been a part of me for a long time and when training with my teammates you know if they ask me any advice you know I always give them just very honest advice they need me in their corner you know I'll be there in their corner but I'm always in the room there just ready some good rounds what can we what can we expect from Hoyo Arce the rest of the 2021 we're gonna fight at least three or four more times and then going back to 35 well, I would like to thank you so much for uh, coming on with me today. I know you're a busy guy trying to get a, get that first uh, fight booked. I wish you the best of the luck, and you've gained a fan out of me. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You have a nice uh, rest of your day. All right. Take care, man. Have a great day. Enjoy. You too. Thanks. That is Horio Arce. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, in the UFC. He's one of the only guys to beat Dan Ige since he's come in. Uh, I want to thank him so much for coming on with me. Hopefully we see him uh, fighting in the next month or so. 
but I am your host, D-Bake. As always, this is Cage by Q. You can follow us on the, the handles down below on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube page, which is at Cage by Q. That's where all of our content is at. Check it all out, the previews, the recaps, and interviews. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Give us some comments. Let us know what you think. And then every Monday night at 8.30, you can watch our recap shows live on Facebook, YouTube, and then Twitch right down here at twitch.tv slash cagebyiq. Subscribe and follow our Twitch channel. Let, let everybody know about us. We, we'd appreciate it. But uh, And then we're also affiliated with the Sports Box. Check out all the handles below right there. Great group of guys uh, that we're a part of. A bunch of uh, sports uh, podcasts on there. They're all knowledgeable. Check them out. And then I am your host, D-Bake. And you guys have a, a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for watching this episode of Cage My IQ on the Sports Box. Please remember to follow us on all of our social media outlets on Facebook at Sports Box Show, Twitter at Sports Box Show, Instagram at The Sports Box Show. Find us on YouTube and join Outside the Box, our Facebook sports discussion group. The Sports Box is brought to you by our sponsor, Showcase Sports in Hamilton. Showcase Sports for the elite athlete and also our friends over at crowdplay download the free crowdplay app today and use promo code the box at sign up for 10 free points thank you for joining us